Welcome back to Season 2 of the Aware Podcast. In this global podcast, Nikki and Sarah, your hosts, chat to inspirational guests who have all had a breakthrough moment in either life, leadership or business. We share our adventures as we talk through the moments, courage, laughter and insight. A big thank you to all our listeners and we hope that you're going to enjoy Season 2 as much as you did Season 1. Don't forget rate, review, subscribe and share to keep us moving forward. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, this is the Aware podcast and it is our first of this new brand it is the first of our new brand we've uh, decided that uh, we're morphing from our original podcast of the business hangover with nikki and sarah the hangovers were too great yeah <laughs> so much work for us so many panadols <laughs> recovery time was too hard and so what we've taken away from that though was really what morphed into us creating aware mm. Uh, and so uh, first guest, which I'm obviously very excited about, is Matthew Godfrey. And this time he's not talking about his incredible career and award-winning CEO, et cetera. I'm not going to list it all here. Um, business side, it's about his new book called The Insanity of Ideas. And just to uh, bring everyone into what we're doing here, we're looking at being aware and being aware in life, leadership and business and how we have that kind of epiphany, breakthrough, aware moment that we could do something different or we're not reaching the levels that we want. So Matt, how about that book? I've read it. It is gobsmackingly funny and incredibly good. And I've had, I think, a thousand little aware moments all the way through it going like, really? Are we human beings really like this? <laughs> well, hi, Nikki. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Um, but then you're, you're hardly an impartial audience. So perhaps other people out there oh, yeah. might, 
I love it too, so it's okay. Well, I'll take you. I'll take that. But so that's that's very gratifying. Yeah, it, it's been a fun experience writing the book. Um, to 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 give you a little bit of background, that so the genesis of the book starts about 2013, which feels like a long time ago, and it kind of fits with some of those themes from Aware, which are getting stuck and not really moving forward, not having the motivation or the energy or the passion or the drive or finding that kind of motivation within you to pull something out. But the, the moment I still remember, I was doing a campaign for a country. So we're repositioning a nation. And we've been- Is that all? With, okay. Yeah, we're <laughs> not working this, I do that every day, don't you? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Reposition a nation. <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 you know, we're, we're repositioning the nation and we wanted to, we're working on it for about, for about two months we're working on it. There's maybe 40 of us working on this idea and, and we'd, 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 everybody loved it. We all thought we were geniuses and so smart. And we finally came to the presentation day. And so we're presenting to the board of, of the, you know, the country branding. And so there was 10 people who were representing the country and we'd worked tirelessly for two months. We bring them the idea, we present and we sit down and I'm like, that is awesome. That was never gone better. And all the rehearsals, <laughs> we are geniuses. I am a genius. I am so good. And I was waiting for- Very self-aware. <laughs> I was like, wow. And, and then the, the head of the board um, paused for a bit and I thought he was going to congratulate us and hand us the business. And he just said, that is one of the worst ideas I've ever seen. <laughs> I believe a team of your capability and your credibility. It's, I have no idea what you were thinking, but unfortunately, we're going to have to end the meeting now. And good night. <laughs> I was like, how could we be so wrong? How could a group of people be so self-delusional about an idea? And a similar group can look at the same context, but, but really have a completely different view of it all. And that's when the insanity of ideas was born in, in that throughout society, throughout culture, we get trapped in our own awareness of what we think is a good idea. And we so often don't realize that other people come from different perspectives. And if we're not self-aware ourselves and looking out at how will other people engage with our ideas, then obviously we get stuck and actually can't move forward. So that 20 kind of 12, 2013 realization was like, I'm going to follow that red thread. I'm going to follow that and unpack why we do those sorts of things and uh, how far back in time this has gone. And also importantly in the future, are we still the best people to select ideas or are there other technologies coming out which will be better than us? So the genesis of the idea was all about self-awareness and me being completely oblivious to whether this was a good idea or not. So, so it was definitely an aware moment. There's so many amazing things in the book. I, I've even used them with some clients talking about the biomes are they in the bowels which are related yeah Yeah. Yeah. can you talk a bit about that because I just found like that just popped my head when (laughs) I was reading that bit yeah well microbiome is is an emerging science it's it's being unpacked um, and there's about one to three kilograms of other organisms that live on our body and around our body Um, and what's what's uh, being emerging now is is that they actually do interact They, they they put out neurotransmitters to interact uh, with our entric nervous system, which connects to our, our kind of our, our mental processes. So in a real sense, our, our guts do talk to our brains. That old expression, think with your gut, is yeah. absolutely a thousand percent true. And there is about 10,000 different species that live in your gut. And, and they all interact in very different ways. And some of them have not even been studied by science, but they, inter- they impact lots of things, your mood, your emotions, your creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of people think of themselves as one unit, but actually you're more like a coral reef. 
you're a, an individual holding host to millions and millions of different organisms, which are all interacting with you and changing your mood and perceptions on a daily basis. And um, it's fascinating to see how they go forward. And it started with um, a degree of research into autism with, um, uh, you know, unhealthy levels of the microbiome through, through diet or through, through cesarean birth. Uh, they had higher degrees of autism than other people. So they started unpacking this. And research now shows that um, your microbiome can also influence personality and that they exchange the microbiome between different species of rats and those rats swap personality. Um, secondly, there's a crisis in the microbiome because it's, it's impacted by too much antibiotics, which is prevalent everywhere in the Western world. Urban people have a poorer uh, uh, microbiome than the rural people. And so the more we become urbanized, the more we become sterile in washing, washing our hands, the less bugs we take into our body and the more antibiotics we take, the poorer our microbiome has. And therefore it affects our moods, our emotions and our mental health as well. So that connection is fascinating for me. Uh, look, it was incredible. And I'm, I'm just so excited to think where that idea um, will go in the future as far as mental health and, and just general health, but also changing perhaps some really fundamental um, disorders that have no cure. So I, I found that bit really incredible. Do you think you might need an awareness reality check? Hey, we all do at some point. That's why we created the quiz, The Arc, and we can take you through the foundations of being self-aware and other aware. And this can be the deal breaker in your life, leadership and business. So jump on, it's free, do the quiz and see where your gaps might be. They could be the change you're looking for. What was your favourite bit? I mean, the, I mean, the the line about the arthritic, overweight snail is about describing the pace of some ideas just cracked me up. But what was something that you went, um, yeah, that's a bit of a game changer? Yeah, I, I think um, I, I have a dystopian bent, and so so uh, although although it's sort of a happy positive podcast, but but the the bit that I was <laughs> sure about that. <laughs> The bit that I, I was looking at, which was actually scared me on on the on the future, is is the amount of energy and attention the world powers of Russia, China, Israel, and America is now putting on using artificial intelligence to create autonomous killing machines. Mm. Um, yeah, that was scary in that reading this, that. The stealth war that has been going on since really 2017, when when Vladimir Putin came out and said, actually, we have to win the AI battle how much money that China's putting into it and how much the, the American military is responding to this. Um, for me, it's at the start of the Cold War and the next sort of war of, of, uh, of where we lived in, the, in fear of nuclear Armageddon. Mm. And so this, that next generation um, of autonomous weapons, thinking, coming up with their own ideas, having their own opinions on what's good and bad, um, and entering the theater of war, I think for the next um, uh, 10 years will be quite scary. And, and what was what was uh, interesting is the United Nations came out and said they should be banned, and and most countries went, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> um, and uh, the only ones who came close to banning it were the Americans, and they said, yeah, it could be banned. But I tell you what, what we'll do is ban actually using them, but we won't ban inventing them. And yeah, that's so, going to work. Yeah, that's <laughs> going to be helpful. So I, I think I think kind of the the history is interesting. Uh, the arthritic snail is is reflecting about. Um, uh, thirty percent of cars in in America in nineteen oh six, I think it was, were electric, and so we actually had a, a mostly electric world in in automobiles in nineteen oh six, and 
we, we kind of went to fossil fuels and look what we did with that idea. Yeah. yeah. So those are interesting history lessons, but I'm more fascinated by the future. And, mm. and uh, I worry about uh, what we do with our ideas and, and how we're still not making good decisions on whether they're good or bad. Clearly killing people with uh, autonomous weapons is a bad idea but we're so onto it at the moment. Yeah. Look, I, I can recommend anyone who's got an interest in where we come from and where we're going should grab the book. It's it's written beautifully. It's very funny, along with that very uh, dark edge. Um, Matt has a, a very dry wit, which cracks me up all the time. But it's really um, food for thought. And I know one of the people that uh, read your book sort of, thought chapter five which is about um social media and the impact and how it triggers that you know happy vibe in us should be read by everyone so there's some real takeaways in that book that I think schools should invest in but I think anyone who's living right now in a social media world should buy the book just to read chapter five yeah that unpacks how how the social media platforms use dopamine to encourage a, a repeat behavior and so so dopamine is often the the chemical compound which uh, has been evolved for about 4.4 million years to improve social behavior improve sociability amongst a tribe but but also is is when it's blocked by drugs like cocaine gives you that euphoric state the, the social media platforms by constantly rewarding you and encouraging the right behavior they they're actually triggering your dopamine systems quite quite regularly and keeping you addicted to their platforms, but also the, the, the algorithms that sit on those platforms kind of actually want to see you respond. So the more people predict, uh, more respond, the more, more they click, the more predictable they have and the more valuable they are to advertisers. So they're constantly feeding up content that actually drives you to extremes, drives you to responses. And this is creating a polarized world, a bipartisan world, putting people to the corners, uh, fighting against each other, because that's what monetizes the platforms the most. Um, and the interesting bit is, is once you realize you can do that, sure, you can do that as a brand, you can do that as an advertiser, you can do that as a social media platform. But, but this is the tools that governments now are using and terrorists are now using to, to drive discord within societies and getting to people to believe in bad ideas over good ideas or just putting ideas against each other. And there's been elements where you've seen that uh, particularly the Russian government has been feeding both sides of an idea, creating physical events but having those people then clash at the same point to create from social media activities, real world clashes. So it's, it's quite interesting to see that that's no longer a conspiracy theory. That's actually been documented in the US Senate as real world activities by the Russian um, uh, agents within the, uh, the US soil. So fascinating to see how the power of those technologies can really just um, really change how people see ideas. Do you think you might need an awareness reality check? Hey, we all do at some point. That's why we created the quiz, The Arc, and we can take you through the foundations of being self-aware and other-aware. And this can be the deal-breaker in your life, leadership and business. So jump on, it's free, do the quiz and see where your gaps might be. They could be the change you're looking for. And I think too, it's also about the fact that there's such a, you know, I like your analogy around even the the body as, as um, you know, like coral, like holding up, you know, the barrier reef and the fact that, you know, we are influenced by so many things that we're completely unaware of, you know, that there's just so much going on. So hence my addiction to shopping 
has got nothing to do with my normal behaviour. <laughs> it's got all to do. Can I blame like every social media platform? No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> They know who you are. There's a reason why they're feeding oh, yeah. you shopping platforms is because it works and they can monetize you. They're training you to be a dopamine ape, uh, to behave in a certain way. But I am I, a dopamine I, ape in every <laughs> sense of the word because I think, you know, I have a doormat which says, Shh, don't tell my husband there's another package. <laughs> and that is reflective of our household and our lifestyle. Uh, honestly, I've never seen a, a postman should just camp out there. There is a truck dr driving up. I can't even tell you how many times, and I'm not here that much. <laughs> I've heard that he's disconnected the doorbell, so that's because it's a dead giveaway. Yeah. And actually now it has ordered everything to the next-door neighbours so they can pop across every day. <laughs> Absolutely. I even have to lock the poor dog outside because she gives every <laughs> gives it away that someone's here. Uh, uh, Matt, I'm thinking the, the book in, in its totality um, uh, with our Aware podcast, one of the things when I put it down was how unaware human beings have really become uh, that it's over such a long period of time, we are still quite naive, would it be the word? Or I don't want to say stupid, but I mean, how are we not growing with the capacity of our technology? How are we not knowing these things and seeing these things? Um, I, th I think the issue is, is we live in silos and this goes back to awareness. Um, so if you, if you look at everything in the book, nothing, nothing in that book is new. And, and it's, it's a bit of a cheat because there's, there's, I didn't do anything. It's, it's all knowledge that's out there in the internet and in the real world, but it's all just being assimilated in one place. And what's the red thread that connects them all? Yeah. And, and really to answer your question, we're, we're living in silos, silos of awareness. Many people live in their, uh, at best, their own generation. They don't look the past generation. And so mm -hmm. they don't look back in time to see what decisions were made in the past. And quite often, they're just looking at and living in the world they see in front of them. What's what's in their society, what's in their community. And they're not looking across borders to see, well, how are those ideas going to affect me? And they're not looking forward more than the next payday. They're not looking forward in 10 to 20 years in the future and saying, how will these ideas affect the next generation? And because we're not aware about our past and or our future, and maybe very small circle of our present, we're not really taking the big picture in. So what I think the book does is, is step back a little bit mm. and goes back to the start of time. I think it goes back 4 million years mm. and goes forward a few hundred thousand years and says, well, let's look at the big picture and, and really why don't we be aware of the whole sort of uh, uh, thread of ideas and not just your little narrow piece. So I think awareness is really key to actually getting a better perspective of where you are, but also mm. where you're going. And I quite like there's a quote in the, the book from an old Chinese proverb, which is, if you don't change where you're going, you might you might end up there. And I think, oh, yeah, I loved that. Yeah. I think awareness is all about being aware of where you're going, because if you're not aware of where you're going, you might just end up there. And so it gives you that opportunity to find a new direction. So yeah. I think awareness is central to this idea of why we don't think this way. And I think, you know, you're right, really, you know, it's that common thread, but it's also the fact that you've formulated a relationship, that there is a conscious relationship when you reflect back to that we had electric cars, we made a conscious decision to move away from that and now look at the impact. Everything we do has a relationship to today and the past, but also to our future. And I think, you know, when we look at our research around mm -hmm. that, you know, 80% of people think that they're a lot more aware than what they are, you know, this really highlights, your book highlights the fact that there are so many influences on our decisions, on our um, positions, that 
people are completely unaware of those. So like the presentation when you thought you'd nailed it and you're pretty much kicked out the room, um, that happens to people so many times and so many people are oblivious to that and completely unaware. And I think that's what drew us to, you know, really creating aware was to say, guys, we can pull this together. Yeah. I think you're spot on, Nikki. I mean, the it once once you step outside your kind of you know uh, own sort of self thinking and start looking out and looking to get some degree of awareness of how you're interacting with people and all the response you get, you know, great things can happen and you get unstuck. And so yeah, it took me a long time to get unstuck on on, on this book, but but yeah, awareness is at the heart of all of that. So I think you're spot on. Hey, better late than never, Matt. Well done. <laughs> Okay, so now it's time for us to look into your own awareness reality check. Time to get a little uncomfortable, guys. And that, that's a great little segue <laughs> into uh, uh, what we made uh, Matt do and what we're making all our guests do um, is do our aware quiz. And so what the AWARE quiz does is determine on the awareness reality check, our ARC, that's what we call it, where you're sitting. Um, and that's based on that 80% of people actually think they're more aware than they are, which is kind of shocking yeah. given the amount of self-development and life coaching that goes on out there. But anywho, um, what we did was send it to Matt and he came back, there's um, curiosity, which is the baseline where you're starting to be curious. And then there's choice yep. and connect and control. And Matt, you landed in connect. And I have to say, knowing you, you are a very self-aware man. And you also, as you can see by the book, you're always looking outside of yourself. Were you surprised that you didn't land in the control meta-awareness and that there's the connect results say that sometimes you're not aware of how people see you or other people aren't aware of what you're really contributing. How did you kind of process that when you saw the result? So, so um, this whole, this whole piece of the podcast is very uncomfortable because you're putting the light back on me and I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> was I surprised? Oh, yeah. No. Um, uh, in, in that, in that um, I'm more comfortable in that outside world. And yeah. I think part of the questions and why I think that the question was really kind of, um, really laser-like and you could actually get a really good read very quickly is even the questions make you uncomfortable because you have to start looking in. So for me, who who kind of is a bit more comfortable looking out, but even a question of are you looking in is like, oh, I don't know if I even want to answer that. <laughs> um, so, Do I have to? <laughs> surprised. And so, so, so yeah, I, I think, I think um, uh, what it does do that, that, that art questionnaire um, starts to make you instantly uh, aware of where you're uncomfortable yeah. um, and where you're, um, um, if you could liberate some of these areas, if you could solve some of these areas, you'll become unstuck and, and find some freedom. So I, I wasn't surprised and I was like, damn, they've got me here. Perfection. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't enjoy it at all. Yeah. Um, Matthew is a very, very humble man. And so to me, uh, also seeing that he may not uh, encourage people to see the contribution he gives or the value he adds resonated strong knowing you. Yeah. But how did you interpret that? Yeah, I, I think I think um, I would say that that just as an individual, I prefer to be be thanked than ask for thanks. 
Yeah. Yes. So, so um, it, it's sort of a, it's not like I'm not needy, and so <laughs> so when you say you're humble, it's like yeah, no, but 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 sort of egotistical is probably a better word. You kind of you <laughs> that's kind the of, opposite of humble. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you don't want, don't want. Oh no, I don't want any thanks. It's not like I've, I've donated privately to the to the institute. I put my name in the book. I want the thanks, but 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 I don't want to shout about it. So it's it's a quite a contradiction. So mm-hmm. so I think it it what it does do is is your art program starts to unpack where you can work better on getting balance mm-hmm. in yourself. And you might never get away from those things, but if you're aware of them, you can actually work out how how to kind of optimize who you are and how you go forward with your, your decisions. So yeah, I what did I think? It made me uncomfortable in a good way. And so yeah. well, of, you know, get out of the comfort zone if you want yeah, to grow. That's I think it's all part of, part of the journey, which is, yeah. you know, if you don't, if you don't kind of find where the rough edges are, you can't stand, stand them down. So, so yeah, thank you for exposing that. And no then problem present- anytime. Happy, yeah. happy to make you uncomfortable. Happy to, yeah. happy to make that happen. But I think, Matt, you really <laughs> hit the nail on the head in that it, it's about, you know, to evolve, you have to know what you're looking for. You have to know where to start to be able to go out there. And I think Sarah's point about, you know, were you surprised on the outcome? I think the thing is, is that we spend so much time creating this persona Mm. of, you know, how other people see us. And, you know, what it does is that it hides those areas of, yeah, look, I am uncomfortable. I'm not being a martyr that I don't want the things. It's that I'm just not going to jump up and down until someone gives it to me. Indeed, it's it's a. Uh, I think the art questionnaire and the process you have is, is is like a psychological photograph. Some people don't like looking at themselves, uh, yeah. see themselves on camera. They don't see, like to see themselves on video. They like to avoid all that. They don't like to hear their voice. Yeah. But the art program is doing that from a psychological view. Is yeah. look at yourself, look at how you operate, understand where your limitations are, and then evolve beyond them. And I, I think that's why it's a. It was difficult to do and fun to do at the same time. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, look, Matt, um, it's always so much fun. I think we'll have you on again because I just um, really enjoy seeing my brother on Zoom and listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt is in, in... You could just call me. I mean, you could <laughs> yeah, just... I know. Gee, just, she's yeah. needy, isn't she? <laughs> I just got the love. Um, so uh, thanks so much. I know um, I... Uh, Got, got you in between your busy life and your busy job. So I really appreciate taking the time out. And I know listeners will um, go and get that book, The Insanity of Ideas by Matthew Godfrey, because it, it just has so much content that we need to know, but we'll enjoy reading as well. So best of luck with that. And um, thank you again. If anyone wants to uh, be comfortably uncomfortable and do a, a AWARE quiz, they just need to go to um, awaregroup.online or go onto our social media, awarearcgroup at um, gmail.com or awarearcgroup on Instagram. And uh, we'll we'll take you there and get you a little bit uncomfortable, but maybe a little more aware. Thank you. Hey, we'll hold your hand the whole way through it. Yeah. (laughs) As we say, you know, you've got this and we've got Got you. you. Absolutely. Fantastic. All right. Cheers. Thanks, Matt. And for all our lucky readers out there, Matthew has generously donated five books to the first five people who finish our ARC quiz. And all you need to do is go to awaregroup.online 
that's awaregroup.online or send us an email and we will put the link through so that you can do the quiz. So again, thank you, Matt. The book, The Insanity of Ideas, is available at amazon.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to the Aware Podcast and we really hope you enjoyed our guest's insight and a little quiz at the end just for a bit of fun. Music for the Aware Podcast is by Tape Machine featuring LFA. The song title is This Is Who I Am. If you would like to be a guest or contact us regarding the Aware platform, please email awarearcgroup at gmail.com. Dot com. That's aware, A-R-C, arc, group, at gmail.com. We are Nikki Mackey and Sarah Godfrey. See you next time.